Thank you so much for joining me today on Just Praise Him Radio. I'm your host, Glenda Lomax, and my job is to inspire you to a closer walk with Christ. Now here's the show. Hello, believers. Welcome to the Just Praise Him radio show. I'm your host, Glenda Lomax, and the title of my message today is Spiritual Warfare 2022 uh, Jezebel Update Part 2. This is Part 2 of what I think is going to be just two parts. If I get new information, there might be another part, but I think this is going to be all. Y'all know I do Jezebel teachings from time to time because I've dealt with them so many times. Something you have to understand about Jezebel is if you carry a prophetic anointing, she will show up in your life at some time or another. And once she shows up, she will continue to show up through different people, not necessarily through the same person. So I'm going to teach you some things about how she works, what she's after, and we're going to go over some of the scriptures and stuff like that. And at the end, I'm going to give you the prayer that Nicole wrote, which is the best I have ever used. In a Jezebel situation. I will pray it on the air. But you can find it on the JBH website. In the prayers tab. Okay. Now. um, As you hear these Jezebel personality traits. I think it will be easy for you to identify. Any Jezebel person in your life. Jezebel was a queen. Who was married to King Ahab. In the time of Elijah. Um, She was known for killing prophets prophets of God. She didn't mind the false prophets. She just didn't like the real ones. Um, She hates the prophetic anointing. She hates anything that's truly of God. Her main tactics are bullying, instilling fear, especially her specialty is to um, threaten to expose you in some way, which by the way, anything Jezebel threatens you with is what she also fears. That's what she fears the most is being bullied or being exposed. Okay. She frequently, and I do mean frequently, plays the victim complete with tears and all that. If she has beauty, she will try to seduce. Um, She uses sexual prowess to get her way. Her number one goal is to get her way. Her number two goal is to get power or wealth. Wealth is power, so. She or he, because Jezebel's spirit can also operate through men, although it is far more common in women. I have encountered it in both. It is just as vile and ugly in either one. Jezebel will use whichever tactic they think will work best for them in the moment. Okay? Always remember this. Jezebel has zero scruples. There is no low that is too low for her to stoop to to get what she wants or to stay in control. Now, I'm going to call her a her throughout this podcast, but remember, um, demon spirits don't have a gender. They can be male or female. They're actually probably what's called gender neutral. But because it can inhabit males or females, but I'm going to call it a female because she was a queen when she walked the earth. She was a very evil queen. She was the queen who had Naboth, who owned the vineyard that Ahab wanted that was close to the palace door stoned to death, had him falsely accused and stoned to death so her husband could buy the vineyard he wouldn't sell because God told him not to sell, told the Israelites not to sell their land. Okay, so Jezebel does not make friends. She takes hostages. 
She takes people captive and abuses them horribly. She always does this behind the scenes, keeping a smiling face and usually a religious face, showing to everyone else. And if anyone else finds out what's really going on, she'll claim it's for the other person's good or that that person is abusing her or whatever. She likes to take multiple people captive to be her slaves in this or that area to do her bidding to do what she wants. Remember, she was a queen when she was on earth. She still expects to be treated like one. Anyone you meet with a Jezebel spirit on them will expect you to serve and worship them. Anytime she gets caught doing her dirty work or doing bad, she will always project her traits onto others. She'll say, well, that person is vicious or that person is this or they're that. But truly, the traits she's talking about are the very ones she operates in. But she doesn't think that you are smart enough to recognize it. She is a witch. It is a witchcraft spirit. It gaslights its victims. It will make you think you're crazy if you're not onto it. Witchcraft brings a massive amount of confusion. She is a vicious bully to anyone who falls into her grasp. And what Jezebel does is she traps you, either with seduction or with blackmail or however she can, slavery, however she can trap you. She will cause you to become dependent on her. And in that way, she will lure you into her spider web where you will become trapped and unable to free yourself. But if you will listen to this podcast all the way through, I will tell you what the keys are to getting free. Jezebel constantly pushes people around and demands things. She demands this, demands that, demands you worship her, demands your unquestioning allegiance. At the same time, she abuses you, though you will get no loyalty from her. And if a bigger, better deal comes her way, she will drop you like a hot potato. Jezebel always goes to the highest bidder because she is always carrying the spirit of whoredoms. Her demanding of everyone else's unquestioning loyalty is part of her double standard. It's one set of rules for her and a quite different set of rules for you. Many smaller demons surround her to do her bidding. And the whole time she is abusing you horribly, she's playing the victim like you are doing something to her. She loves to garner pity from people around her, complete with many shows of what my grandmother used to call or my mother used to call crocodile tears, which are fake tears. Meanwhile, while she's trying to get your compassion and your pity, she shows no compassion or mercy to anyone else whatsoever. None. She is after all you have and all you can do for her. That is her goal. When any time a victim that she has captured in her web starts to slip the web, she will always play the victim and turn on the tears to try to reestablish control. Remember when you see this, she is just a hungry spider who sees her prey about to get away. And run while you can because you may not get another chance. Many people never even try to escape her because she's such a horrible bully and because they fear her. Fearing her is a waste of time. She is very aggressive. She is a bully. She will intimidate you. She is a narcissist. Even if she's ugly as an old hag, 
She is a narcissist. If she's beautiful, it's even worse. She has no conscience. And I do mean zero. Very, very manipulative, self-centered, cannot take criticism, by the way. Lies, 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 and then lies some more. She can put on a humble act. She can put on an act and act like a Christian and seem very humble and submissive, but true Jezebels don't submit. They will pretend to submit until they get what they want or gain the position. They will pretend weakness or sometimes pretend to be just downright stupid, but it is pretending and it is all an act. Recognizing the spirit is very important because those who carry it come to try to destroy you and take all you have, okay? If you are in a position they want, it's, it gets really bad really fast. Do not expect a Jezebel to seek deliverance. I have never, ever, in all my years of doing warfare, seen a true Jezebel go for deliverance. Nothing is wrong with them, and they will tell you that. The problem lies with you. So if you suggest deliverance, that's what you'll be told. Jezebel is believed by many to be one of the ruling spirits. It is for sure not one of the smaller minor demons, I can tell you that. I've dealt with it enough times. If you can get anyone who carries any amount of Jezebel to go for any deliverance, it will come out fighting and screaming very loudly. And it will throw up every minor spirit helping her before she herself even thinks about coming out. So set yourself to do deliverance for days because it's probably going to take you days. Jezebel is the only demon I have ever encountered that traumatizes her victims. She traumatizes everyone that she preys on. And I mean, I'm talking years-long trauma that people have to go to therapy for or may never get free of. Very traumatic experience for people. They will need a lot of prayer to be healed. She will blatantly usurp the power of others, not with permission, but just take over, okay? Just to take over. 1 Kings 19.1 And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and withal how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. By the way, Jezebel is a mocker, and she brings strife and chaos everywhere she goes. 1 Kings 19.2 Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time, meaning I'm going to kill you. Jezebel will use false accusations. She will make up lies about you to turn other people against you. And she will make up lies and falsely accuse, because she works for Satan, anyone else that she sees as a threat to you to turn you against them. She is a liar. 1 Kings 21, 11, And the men of his city, even the elders and nobles who were the inhabitants in his city, did as Jezebel had sent unto them, and as it was written in the letters which she had sent unto them. When Naboth would not sell the vineyard to Ahab, Jezebel's husband, the king, Jezebel wrote letters to the elders and and men of the city and said, take Naboth and, you know, falsely accuse him and then stone him to death. 
Jezebel hates prophets and will often seek to destroy them or remove them from any position they hold. Though Jezebel often assumes a religious appearance, in truth, she is her own God. And when you don't give in to her demands, she will mock you and make fun of you and degrade you to try to get your self-esteem so low that you become more pliable to her. Jezebel is known for bringing division into church congregations. She will split a church right down the middle. The witchcraft surrounding Jezebel brings so much confusion and chaos with it that when added to the intimidation and bullying and demands, it makes it easier to give in to her demands than to fight her off. This is the trap she sets. Listen to me carefully. This is how she traps you. She often acts sweet and submissive and seductive and lures a non-aggressive partner into the trap. After she has them secure in her web by means of marriage, employment, blackmail, or whatever, then she starts demanding they do this or buy her that or give her this or that. And it better be the biggest and the best too. One thing you will learn about Jezebel is nothing you can do will ever be enough. It will never be grand enough. It will never be expensive enough. It will never be big enough for her. She is never satisfied. And it was never their fault. Even if you saw them do it, it still wasn't their fault. In fact, they were the victim. Just ask them. She lies constantly. Eventually, she believes her own lies. And Jezebel subscribed to the adage that if you repeat a lie enough times, you can make everyone believe it. And so they set out to do that. Jezebel is into appearances. They often stand out from the crowd of their own uniqueness. She will turn the blame on you and play the victim in front of everyone else to get everyone to feel sorry for and side with her against you. She has always assassinated the characters of people trying to do right. She will sometimes group up with other Jezebels in a fight. She will get what she wants from you and then she will cast you aside like yesterday's newspaper because she's through using you until you have something else she wants or you can help her. She makes it a point to do small, good works, so she looks like a caring Christian person. She has a haughty, prideful spirit. She expects to be served and adored and gets very angry if she is not. She will assassinate the characters of others. She has a murderer's spirit. Okay, very hateful spirit. She will set out to absolutely destroy you if you have something or someone she wants or if she is jealous of you. She can't stand to be shown up. She can often be seen with an entourage around her. Remember, she was a queen when she was on earth. Jezebel will traumatize you and then convince you it was your fault and thereby cause confusion, gaslighting. To add to all the other trauma, you will suffer if you are forced into contact with her for any length of time. It is not unusual for Christians to find themselves married to a Jezebel because Jezebel does not show you who she is. She shows you what she wants you to see. And it's usually somebody sweet and submissive and oh so helpful to other people till she gets what she wants and then she'll show you who she really is. Be afraid. Be very afraid because this demon will tear up your life. So who was King Ahab and how did he come to marry Jezebel? 
King Ahab, according to the Bible, was the son of King Omri. He was one of Israel's most powerful rulers. He was king of the northern ten tribes of Israel from 874 to 853 B.C. Many consider him the worst ruler that ancient Israel ever had. His wife Jezebel was so evil that she has come to symbolize revengeful, malicious, immoral, and cruel women throughout history. When Ahab married Jezebel, he became the first Israelite king in the Bible who allied himself to heathenism through marriage. Jezebel was a pagan princess of a man from Tyre named Ethbel, who was a priest of the goddess Sarde, also called Eastry. Persuaded by his wife, Ahab built an altar in Samaria, the capital city of the northern ten tribes of Israel, dedicated to the false god Baal. Needless to say, God was not happy with him. You can read about that in 1 Kings chapter 16, starting in verse 30. What Ahab wanted, he got, especially with the help of his evil wife, Jezebel. One day he offered his neighbor Naboth a choice of either a better vineyard somewhere else or money for the land he owned. Naboth refused. When he could not buy Naboth's land from him, he went home and pouted like a little kid. When Jezebel found out what happened, she, quote, arranged for her husband to own the land by having the landowner killed. 1 Kings chapter 21. This king of Israel was so evil that Elijah the prophet prophesied the extermination of him and his entire family. When he repented, however, God let him live and postponed the punishment on his posterity. 1 Kings 21, 17 to 29. Jezebel experienced no such repentance like her husband. The Eternal proclaimed that after her death, the dogs would fight to eat her flesh by Jezreel's wall. And that's in 1 Kings 21, 23. 1 Kings 16, 30 to 32. And Ahab, the son of Omri, did evil in the sight of the Lord above all that were before him. And it came to pass as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, that he took to wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbel, king of the Zidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. And he reared up an altar for Baal in the house of Baal, which he had built in Samaria. Even a God-fearing person can end up living in the same household as a Jezebel. 1 Kings 18.3 And Ahab called Obadiah, which was the governor of his house. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly. Verse 4, for it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord that Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water. Verse 5, and Ahab said unto Obadiah, go into the land and to all fountains of water and unto all brooks, peradventure we may find grass to save the horses and mules alive, that we lose not all the beasts. Even great men and women of God can be intimidated by a Jezebel spirit. 1 Kings 18, starting in 18, verse 18. And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house, in that ye have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and thou hast followed Balaam. Now therefore stand and gather to me all Israel into Mount Carmel, and the prophets of Baal, 450, and the prophets of the groves, 400, which eat at Jezebel's table. Jezebel is very confrontational. This demon is the worst kind of bully. Once she has it in for you, it takes a lot to stay out of confrontation with her because she will force it. 1 Kings 19, verses 1 and 2. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done 
and withal how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. So Elijah called all the false prophets up to Mount Carmel and killed them. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. Jezebel does not play by the rules. She plays dirty. All her game is under the table. She is without honor entirely. Although she will act honorable and she will act moral, but it is all lies. 1 Kings 21, starting in verse 6. And he said unto her, Because I spake unto Naboth the Jezreelite, and said unto him, Give me thy vineyard for money, or else if it please thee, I will give thee another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give thee my vineyard. See, God had forbidden the Israelites to sell their vineyards. And and Jezebel his wife said unto him, Dost thou not govern the kingdom of Israel? Arise and eat bread, and let let thine heart be merry. I will give thee the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name. There she goes, usurping power and sealed them with his seal, and sent the letters unto the elders and to the nobles that were in his city dwelling with Naboth. And she wrote in the letters, saying, Proclaim a fast, and set Naboth on high among the people. And set two men, sons of Belial, before him, to bear witness against him, saying, Thou didst blaspheme God and the king, and then carry him out and stone him, that he may die. Jezebel has no reverence, no fear of God whatsoever. 1 Kings 21, starting in verse 1, And it came to pass after these things that David the Jezreelite had a vineyard, which was in Jezreel, hard by the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. And Ahab spake unto David, saying, Give me thy vineyard. And on and on. Okay. Um, let me read you where Naboth was forbidden to sell it. Leviticus 25, starting in 23. The land shall not be sold forever, for the land is mine, for ye are strangers and sojourners with me. Jezebel uses her powers of charm and seduction to stack the deck in her favor. She does not care how she gets her way, only that she does. 2 Kings 9.22 And it came to pass when Joram saw Jehu that he said, Is it peace, Jehu? And he answered, What peace, so long as the whoredoms of thy mother Jezebel and her witchcrafts are so many? So that would be a no. Jezebel cuddles up to power to get her way. No scheme is too dirty. She will offer, always offer her, quote, help to those in power because she loves to get close to powerful people and will try to usurp their power or will try to make people believe she has access to their influence. It is very common to see Jezebels in churches cuddling up to the pastor so they can run things their way from behind the scenes. Jezebel uses other people to do her dirty work to do you in, and she goes for the kill. She did not want to just intimidate Naboth into selling the vineyard. She wanted him completely out of the picture, dead. He was a godly man, and Jezebel hated the people of Yahweh. You can only win a fight with a Jezebel if you are also fighting it spiritually. It is very draining to battle with the Jezebel. You will be constantly tired, so know that ahead of time, that it it just, it feels like it's sucking the life out of you. She loves to instill fear. There's never any peace when she's pursuing you. You're going to be exhausted, and, and it's nonstop. But she is a witchcraft spirit. So those carrying this spirit 
always end up with some kind of mental issues because witchcraft is using the mind power to override with evil. So it opens the door to the mind to the enemy to access and attack. And he does. She is dead set on getting her way and she is full of pride. She is determined. Her biggest fear is she won't get what she wants or to be ridiculed. She always wants to look good and she always strives to make people sorry they crossed her. To cross a Jezebel is to declare war. Jezebel always thinks that her little minions around her won't turn on her, but God can cause them to. The men that ousted her out that window openly showed their loyalty to her enemy when they killed her. Why would anyone want to be loyal to her? She's only out for herself. God decides how and when defeat comes, but when it does, it will be swift and without recourse, have no doubt. If you will act honorably and do the right thing and respond as Jesus taught you to respond, God will help you fight this, the battle against the Jezebel. Okay, so I want to tell you some spiritual warfare prayers that you can do against the Jezebel. It's lots of fun. Tons of fun. Because they work. And I mean, they work fast. I've used them. One other thing you can do is you can find scriptures. Scriptures work no matter what. And I found some that work particularly well, so I will share those with you. Isaiah 3.11 Woe unto the wicked, it shall be ill with him, for the reward of his hand shall be given him. Isaiah 5.20 Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Isaiah 5.21 Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Isaiah 28.1 Woe to the crown of pride, to the drunkards of Ephraim, whose glorious beauty is a fading flower, which are on the head of the fat valleys of them that are overcome with wine. Isaiah 33.1 Woe to thee that spoilest, and thou wast not spoiled, and dealest treacherously, and thou dealt they dealt not treacherously with thee. When thou shalt cease to spoil, thou shalt be spoiled. And when thou shalt make an end to deal treacherously, they shall deal treacherously with thee. Okay, now I want to do the prayer uh, that Nicole wrote in April of 2019. This is on the JPH site in the prayers tab. In the prayers tab. Tongue-tied. Sorry, y'all. It's after 11 o'clock. Lord God in heaven, I plead the precious blood of Jesus over myself, all I own, and all that concerns me. In Jesus' name, I bind up and forbid any retaliation against me, anyone I love, or anything I own or that concerns me for praying this prayer. We put on the whole armor of God and command our shields to be mirrored to reflect the witchcraft. We link our shields together in a wall of protection. We claim the blood of Jesus, the wall of fire, and the hedge of protection around us now in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, we bind up and cancel every witchcraft or satanic spell, hex, curse, or intention sent against me. I'm just going to say me in this prayer. And my family and anyone else that is fighting spiritually against the Jezebel and demonic forces opposing God's people and his will being done in the church. We bind up and forbid any demons to attack us under these witchcraft or satanic spells, hexes, curses, or intentions sin against us as they are now canceled. 
We command every witchcraft or satanic spell, every hex, every curse, and every evil intention sent against us to wither up and die like the fig tree that Jesus cursed. We command them to fall to the ground fruitless in Jesus' mighty name. We bind up every demon assigned under these and command them to go into the deepest abyss and wait there for the judgment day in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we cancel every slanderous statement, every lie, every accusation, and every negative comment made about me. We cancel that witchcraft and mind control in the attempt to tarnish the reputation of myself and JPH. In Jesus' name, I cast every one of these statements and intents to the ground and crush them under my feet. I stomp them out and command they bear no fruit in Jesus' name. I ask, Father, that you would turn every lie and slander spread against me and JPH and the church to our good in Jesus' mighty name. I declare that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. In every tongue that shall rise against me in judgment, you shall condemn according to your holy word. This is the heritage of the, heritage of the servants of the Lord, and my righteousness is of you. In Jesus' name, I specifically bind up every witchcraft or satanic spell, hex, curse, or intention, sin against my health or my calling and ministry, also against my dog's health. One of my dogs almost died three days ago. I pray, Lord, that you would strengthen me in mind, body, and spirit to complete the work you have called me to do. I thank you for upholding me and fulfilling your purpose through me. I specifically come up against, bind up, forbid, and cancel any and every plan of the enemy to hurt me or anybody I love or anything I own or hurt the people God wants in my church body. I command all people with evil intent that will not be saved and mean the church harm from the enemy to leave with an urgency in the mighty name of Jesus. I cast all imaginations, witchcraft, demons, principalities, and every high thing that exalts itself against Jesus down to the pit in Jesus' name. I command all demons, fallen angels, principalities, witches, and evil people with intent that enter my church to be endlessly tortured during worship, preaching, or inside the building. I loose the holy fire from the altar of God of the Jezebel spirits in my church. I strip her of her royalty, her hair, her glory, her jewelry, her beauty, her strength, her veil, and her power in the mighty name of Jesus. I separate her from all her power sources in Jesus' name, and I command her eyes to be burned out of the sockets. I dry up all her waters and command her to walk through dry places. I command her tongue to be cut from her mouth and burn up. I cut off her hands and feet and forbid them to come back in Jesus' name. I command all seed, filth, offspring, or anything that is transferred from the demons of Jezebel to be gone in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I descale all kundalinis, demons, and Jezebel. All snake spirit. In the name of Jesus, I descale all kundalinis, snake spirits, pythons, or cobras acting on and in my church. I take the sword of the spirit and cut off their heads and send them to the feet of Jesus to be judged before their time. I command all witchcraft sent from Jezebel to be sent into the pit of hell in Jesus' name. I command all demonic attacks against people warring against demons to be sent back tenfold. I command Jezebel to look at King Jesus and to contemplate her defeat at the cross and the salvation of all humanity. I command the demons to push her from her tower and for her to be trampled on by horses like it was done in the scripture. I hereby give notice that Jezebel is forbidden to stay at my church and will never again enter there in Jesus' name. I break all agreements with the Spirit and repent for any association with it, knowing or unknowingly, in the name of Jesus. I declare that Jesus' work is completed at the cross and all authority has been given to me to end the work of Jezebel here 
the spirit Jezebel and any other spirit that is not from God will not be allowed in my church any longer in Jesus' name. I decree the will for my church under God's authority will prosper and flourish, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it according to God's holy word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I hope that you'll find this helpful. I hope that you will be able to identify and defeat any Jezebel that enters your life. Let me give you some keys to how you do that. I have dealt with many Jezebels over the years. It's always unpleasant. It's very vile, in fact. But it is what it is. And I have discovered certain things that work and certain things that don't work. Okay? Do not stoop to her level, number one. Do not play her game. Okay? Don't enter into the game. Don't engage in the strife or the chaos. Speak truth. Speak God's word and refuse to act deceived when you are not. She is not innocent. She is not pitiful. Remember that at all times. She is not a victim, period. She is out to destroy you and anyone else who is in her way, and she's out to take anything you have and take any position that you stand in, okay? You must not engage in the game. God's word is of supreme help in these areas. Especially pray like the scriptures I just gave you from Isaiah. They're very powerful in this. You pray them behind the scenes, specifically against whoever's carrying that spirit. Pray the Jezebel prayer against her. Bind her up. I command her. I strip her of her veil and pull out all her hair and burn out her eyes and cut out her tongue and command her to lay in the street help and for the demons to go by laughing at her. I have a lot of fun doing that, by the way. You can torture demons, so have some fun with that. They sure torture us. Another thing that I do, if I know a spirit like that is operating in somebody in my church, is I will command the spirit from behind the scenes to manifest in church so we can deal with it. But be careful with this one, because that gets real ugly real quick, okay? And that happened, so um, just be aware of that. They do manifest when you command them to in Jesus' name, but it's pretty ugly when they do it. One of the main things you have to do when you are dealing with the Jezebel spirit, is not to get deceived by the witchcraft surrounding her. Do not get deceived by the illusions that she presents. Do not get deceived into thinking that she's actually a victim and then pity her and feel sorry for her because she uses that to pull you into the web or to get to something you have or to get to you. Don't fall for it. It isn't true. It's just another one of her big lies. She lies all the time. Whenever you are doing warfare against a Jezebel, Always strip the veil off of her. Command the veil to be stripped off and burned. She cannot put it back on. And command her to reveal herself to everybody in your religious group around you so they can all see who she really is. So no one else will be fooled either. If you see her start to associate with someone else and you see her setting them up, command it to manifest. Because then you really need it to manifest and for them to see the truth so they're not pulled in and uh, taken from and deceived. Or used to do her dirty work. She will use other people to do things that are illegal. Because she herself won't dirty her hands. But she wants this stuff done. Do not play the game. And refuse to speak any deception to her. When you are confronted with her. You speak truth and only truth. This is very important. She must know that you are not fooled. If you will continue to do spiritual warfare daily behind the scenes. It will weaken her. And if you command her to be exposed. Jezebel fears exposure. She fears that because she knows she's hiding evil. 
when the evil comes out and people see it, she a lot of times will move on. If she doesn't, the church will deal with her. Anyway, if you'll put those things into action when you're dealing with the Jezebel, it will help you. Okay, so I was trying to find the link to the Jezebel prayer on my side, and I found something different. I didn't find the Jezebel prayer yet, but I found some stuff I had written on there. I don't remember when I did this, but I guess I did it. Um, so I'm going to read it to you. And now, Jezebel, you can, if you want to find this stuff on the website, do Control-F, like in Frank, for con- Control-Find, and then type in Jezebel, and it will take you to everything that says Jezebel on the prayer tab. And now, Jezebel, we gather together all over the earth and we stand against you and all the demons who help you now in the power and authority of the precious shed blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ. We have been given authority over all your power, according to Luke ten nineteen, and you must do as you are told in Jesus' name. The word of God says, whatever I bind on earth is bound in heaven and whatever I loose on earth is loosed in heaven. We chain you, Jezebel, with heavenly chains from on high. We cut every string between you and all the demons you control on earth in these situations of trafficking in our areas right now in Jesus' mighty name. And we command them not to help you. We tape their mouths and bind them in chains in Jesus' name. Isaiah 47 says, you are common. You are no queen, Jezebel. You are an ugly old hag. And we command you to sit in the dust in Jesus' name. We command you to grind meal at the millstone according to God's holy word. You have no throne. You are no virgin. You are a liar and a witch. And we rebuke you and renounce all your works in Jesus' name. We rip your veil from you and expose you. You are no lady and you never were. We destroy all your idols and all your sacrifices. We expose your ugliness for all to see who you really are. We dry up your rivers and your springs. We command you to walk through dry places having no place of rest for you have given no rest to your victims. In Jesus' name, we tear down every palace you have built for yourself, for you are no queen, you ugly old hag. We come in the name of the Lord of hosts, and his word says he will cast you into a bed and burn you with fire. We will watch with great joy as he does. We cover you with the precious blood of Jesus. We cover each of our schools with the precious blood of Jesus. We cover our towns and streets and our daycare centers with the precious blood of Jesus. It burns you if you go anywhere we have put it, and we continually apply it to these places and these children. We cut you off from Ahab, from the minions who serve you, and from any children you have. We cut you off from Satan in Jesus' name. We command them helpless to assist you in Jesus' name. We tape their mouths and we chain them with heavenly chains in Jesus' name. They may not help you. In any way, we command that every instance of trafficking in our areas becomes known to the authorities and they must take action to protect these children now in Jesus name. Jesus loves the children and we will fight for them as his servants. We forbid you to work in any of the schools or neighborhoods or daycares anywhere young people are in our areas in every area we have authority in in Jesus name and by the power of his shed blood. Okay, I'm running out of voice y'all so I'm going to stop there. I'm trying to find because I know I had... I didn't know I had a trafficking prayer, but I'm sure that I had a Jezebel prayer because I remember putting it out here. There it is. Jezebel warfare prayer. Um, it's not on a page by itself. Our beloved Holy Savior Jesus, you are the sacrifice, the lamb that was slain, seated at the right hand of the Father. We celebrate your death, resurrection, and transfiguration, volunteered for our salvation. We honor you. We exalt you. We magnify your name above every name. You are sovereign, supreme over all. You alone are worthy. We pledge our faith and love to you alone forever. 
We followed the laws of God Almighty, not the connived rules of the control and slavery of Lucifer. We stand in the power you have given to your servants, Lord. According to Matthew 28:18, I stand in your mighty power against these spirits attacking me. A Jezebel spirit operating through someone I know has viciously attacked me. And I won't, and it slandered me. Everything about this demonic plot is illegal, wicked, despicable, debased, and abominable. I stand in the authority given to me by Jesus Christ in Matthew 21. I bind up and renounce hate, confusion, fear, seduction, perversion, lies, deceit, witchcraft, enchantments, rituals, divinations, omens, declared words, spells, incantations, ceremonies, charms, hexes, vexes, occult maneuvers, schemes, idolatry, witches, warlocks, magic, and conjurers. I break every curse and reverse it. I declare every strategy of inhibition, prohibition, Restriction and limitation placed upon my life shall not prevail in Jesus' name. I break any yoke off from my neck. I confound the enemy. I scramble their communications. I expose them to the church and bring all truth to the community. I nullify and cancel all of the assignments of Satan and his minions in Jesus' name. I release from bondage every stronghold. Be my provision. Open doors that only you can open, Lord, and close doors that only you can close. Make the way. I know you are the way-making God, and that in all of heaven and earth there is not another God like you. I present this case before the judgment seat of Almighty God in the third heaven. Father, you are my judge. Lord Jesus, be my advocate and defender. I request battalions of warfare angels in full battle array, swords of fire drawn, to arrest this Jezebel spirit attacking me. Your word states in Isaiah fifty-four seventeen: no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. I declare now by the power of your holy word that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I plead the precious blood of Jesus over myself. I pray water from the throne room would wash over, around, and through me. Place a hedge of warring angels and a ring of fire around me continuously in all that I own. According to Zechariah 2.5, destroy gossip and false accusations and reverse any damage, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Pour out righteousness, faith, mercy, grace, and a desire to live holy on the person these vile spirits are working through. Bring them to true salvation and repentance, Lord. Erase every diabolical falsehood reported by Lucifer against the saints of the Most High, not only me, Lord, but the other people in my church that she has slandered. We thank you, Lord, for implementing this prayer immediately. Release your glory. May your will be done in all things. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Be sure you break the soul tie with whoever Jezebel is attacking you through, through prayer. Even if it is someone you love, you need to close this demonic pipeline to keep destruction from coming to you through it. You can find this on my website. I'm going to post the link in the description. So that's all I have for y'all tonight. Jesus bless you. Thanks for listening. Y'all have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in today to Just Praise Him Radio. You can contact me by mail at my new address, JPH Inc., Glenda Lomax, P.O. Box 60, Glencoe, Arkansas 72539, or by email at jphtoday at gmail.com. JPH is not affiliated with any nonprofit organization, church, or denomination.
Are there areas of sin in your life you just can't seem to overcome, no matter how hard you try? Many people live their whole lives under curses. Without understanding, they can be free. Learn what the scriptures say about curses and why they are still relevant today. Hosea 4.6 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Learn how to defeat every curse through the power of the cross of Jesus Christ. If you have the knowledge, you can break curses off your life and start experiencing breakthroughs like never before. In the book Loosed from Chains of Darkness, you will learn the basics of four different types of curses. Loosed from Chains of Darkness is the most comprehensive curse-breaking book on the market today. Get your copy of Loosed from Chains of Darkness by Glenda Lomax, available on Amazon.com in print, Kindle, and audiobook versions. If you ask anyone you know what the most difficult experience of their life has been, many will answer about a time of betrayal. All those called to walk the narrow path will at some point encounter Judas. How will you respond? Do you know how to recognize Judas when he shows up in your life? Can you keep Judas from bringing destruction to your life and ministry? How can you minimize what Judas cost you? Can you pass the test of absolute betrayal? Get your copy of The Judas Test, available in print and new audiobook, The Judas Test by Glenda Lomax, available now on Amazon.com. Sold out for 30 pieces of silver? In Exodus 21:32, it is the price of a dead slave. In Leviticus 27, 2-7, it is the price of a live one. Jesus was sold for the price of a bondservant. Precious Jesus, the Son of God, the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings, why did Judas sell his friend out so cheap? Have you ever gone through a time in your life where suddenly it just felt like your whole life was falling apart? I call these experiences the wilderness experiences. Wilderness experiences are a time of great uncertainty and change. Uh, there are times when our faith is tried and refined. After many experiences, the Lord spoke to me to write The Wilderness Companion, which is a virtual roadmap through the desert times of your life. Find out why you've been led to the wilderness. Find out what the biggest hindrance is to receiving provision in the wilderness. Find out what the seven temptations of the wilderness are. Drastically cut the time you spend in the wilderness by learning how to partner with the Lord instead of working against Him. Every Christian needs to read The Wilderness Companion. It's by Glenda Lomax, and it's available on Amazon.com or WingsOfProphecy.com. Amazon.com, The Wilderness Companion by Glenda Lomax.